0: Hi everyone, this is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you are listening to the Engaged podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, I'm sitting down with Jim Rutherford, Engage's Director of Product and Engineering. Thanks for joining us today, Jim.
1: Thanks, Pam. Nice to see you again.
0: yeah, uh, for those of you who do not live in our daily life, um I spend a lot of time on meetings with Jim and was just on a meeting with him. so i get to I get the joy and uh, pleasure of talking to Jim on a regular basis and hearing about all of his expertise. So I'm really glad to be able to share it today with all of our listeners. Um speaking of your expertise, at Jim, can you give our listeners some background on you and how you ended up here at Engage and more specifically ended up in your role as director of product and engineering?
1: Sure. Um, I've been very fortunate throughout my career. I've, I've actually had three very distinct careers. They all have, a, I think, a common thread. Um, I started um, in television production, so spent about 10 years uh, working for a small market television station. Uh, from there, I went on to teaching at a university, teaching uh, digital media technology. So sort of that 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 intersection of um, or that combination of of, of design and technology, um, and then finally moved into um, into soft, software development as a software engineer. Um, and I think what's really been a common thread across my career is um, I really really enjoy storytelling. I really really enjoy design, and I really really enjoy technology. So I found that all of these three distinct careers have really fed into that. Um, I think at one point Steve Jobs said, um, "Position Apple as living on the at, at the intersection of humanities and technology." And I've always felt that's sort of where I've lived as well, and um, through the past 15 years working as a uh, independent consultant uh, on software projects, working with large software teams, I've always found myself drawn towards that 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 sort of intersection design, storytelling, and technology. And about five years ago, um, I had the opportunity to meet um, other people at uh, Engage at, at the time was called Scroll Motion. And they were doing some really, really interesting work around design, storytelling, and technology, and really, really felt that I'd be a good fit there. And I joined as a as an iOS developer. So for the first three years at Engage, I was the senior iOS developer working on our Engage presentations iOS app. And then about two years ago, I uh, moved into a technology leadership role as we uh, as my predecessor moved on to a, a new organization, and I, I filled, I stepped in and built build into his shoes. And it's been a blast. We have a really, really great team. I enjoy working with every single person. Um, lots of really, really great customers. Um, always an opportunity to have really great product discussions and, and then build th- solutions for our customers, which is uh, very rewarding.
0: So Jim, you have been at the helm of several major paradigm shifts for Engage, um, both in the way we do business and also in the way that our customers do business. We've seen a really big shift in the home improvement industry that we primarily service away from analog technology analog options, paper copies, um over to a more tech focused uh, method of doing business. And I wanted to just ask you specifically, what excites you about the way that the tech landscape is changing for businesses? um, you know, generally across a diverse set of industries as well as specifically in the market that we serve?
1: Yeah, I think what's really interesting right now is, um, you know, if, if you're running a business and uh, you're challenged running a particular part of your business, somebody's created a tool that will help you solve that problem. And, and I think that's what's really, really interesting and has and really been evolving over the past, uh, you know, probably the past decade, but we really see it now, uh, you know, the term uh, software as a service or S-A-A-S. I think is uh, is just a a really good indicator of where things are going. Um, you know, where 15, 20 years ago we all had Microsoft Windows and maybe a couple of applications that we were running our businesses with. Um, now there's a there there's a tool to help really solve any problem that you're looking to solve, whether it's you know lead generation, uh, lead funneling, presentation software, running running meetings better. Um, doing a, having a Zoom conversation to connect with your colleagues from around the world or, um uh, yeah, there's just, there's so, there's so many tools out there that will really solve any problem. I think is, I think is really, really exciting.
0: Jim, we're talking about technologies that have been revolutionizing the way that people do business. You're specifically talking about these pain points that companies are experiencing. And I think one of the, one of the pain points that our customers experience is that they just don't necessarily know where to start with putting content together. Um, you know, I think, I think that's a struggle for anybody. It's the staring at a blank piece of paper versus starting from somewhere where you're editing, it's harder to create than it is to edit something that already exists. And something you actually introduced me to was the concept of like these, these chat software. So like chat GPT. AI tools that can like write for you and can do some different kinds of content creation in that form. I actually had never heard of them until you introduced me to ChatGPT. How do you think about AI in these industries that we service generally? And then more specifically, how do you see AI and artificial intelligence impacting the way that Engage helps our customers?
1: Yeah, I think AI is a really, really—I mean, super, super topical. Uh, I think back in November, ChatGPT released the version three of their of their um, of their generative text platform, and it became so good; it was almost scary. Um, uh, and, and it is kind of scary when you when you when you type in a prompt to ChatGPT. Essentially, what ChatGPT is—it's um—it's a very simple interface. You type in a question, and ChatGPT uses their uh, their artificial intelligence engine to return. A, um uh a, a, a result back to you but i think that's really interesting with what we're doing um in the sense of um people who are creating presentations for us they might they might be small business owners um they might be medium-sized business owners and they've got a lot of stuff on their plate they're trying to run a business and all of a sudden this presentation has been added to their their to their plate but being able to use um, ai to say help me write the text for this presentation I think is really a really really interesting use. So it allows people to become more productive with their time, as opposed to having to block off four hours to go and write a bunch of text from scratch. Um, so, so I think that's that's what's really really super interesting from our standpoint. We've actually been doing some experimentation with this in, in adding um, AI into our platform and um, allowing people to enter some very, very simple prompts, like "List the top three reasons why I should put a new roof on my house." and then getting some text that's very, very good that you can drop into your presentation. You can still edit it, but it's giving you that starting point. So it's really getting you over that hump of, like you said, Pam, that blank page, right?
0: Yes, paralyzed Without... by the blank page. Yeah,
1: and, we, and we've and we all been there. I mean, I, I, I spent 15 years as a software, develop, software developer and every project starts with a blank page. Every project and getting over that hump to get those first few lines of code written, then the first hundred, then the first thousand um, can sometimes be quite monumental. Um, so being able to ask a bot, a robot, to get you started, I think I think is fantastic. Um so I think it's going to be very, very transformative, certainly in our platform. but I think just in in, in, in general usage, um let's even think about maybe um, uh, one of our customers who um, may be running a business for the very first time. Um, they they've been in, they've been a roofing installer for years and years and years, and they haven't had to exercise those muscles around writing and creating content, um, giving them the ability to ask them simple questions to build up that content. I think is very powerful and that content is gonna is gonna be grammatically correct it's gonna be spelled correctly it's gonna be um it's gonna tell a great story um so i think that's really exciting a, a sort of up leveling people with, with with their skills that they might not have or they might not be great at mm-hmm. by allowing a robot to help you out so i think it's very very exciting
0: well staying on this topic of tech trends and you know just looking forward as to what's what's happening within both our our industry that we live in, which is technology and software, and then the industry our customers live in, which is more home improvement, remodeling. Um, we constantly hear the word tech stack, the term uh-huh. tech stack. And I think it has a different meaning depending on where you're looking at it. You know, our is the tech is the tech stack really the customer focused tech stack, or is it the tech stack that enables your team to do its job, you know, your team to be able to really, function on a daily basis. And on an earlier episode of this podcast, I was talking with Dean about some of the really crucial technologies that our customers need to have in order to just talk to their customers, their B2C environment. I'm curious, Jim, since you manage a lot of our internal systems here at Engage, and you're really focused on helping to enable our team to do their job, um, what are some of the crucial elements that you think every business should have in their tech stack um to really enable their teams to do their best work
1: yeah i think it's I, I i think it's important to sort of take a step back and um sort of sort of going back to what i said earlier about um you know uh uh if your business has a pain point there's likely a piece of software that will solve that problem for you so i think really sitting down and saying you know like where where are we experiencing pain within our current business and then going out and looking for technology solutions that might help you solve that problem. Um, you know, whether it's networking with your, you know, if you have a, if you have a, a local business group that you intend, that you attend, or you have maybe a, a um, you know, a, um, a group that you get together with like-minded business owners talking about current trends and technologies, really sitting down saying, Hey, I'm, I'm having a, you know, I'm having a problem with this part of my business have you found any tools that might that might solve that particular problem and then uh you know and then take you know dropping in and and evaluating those um uh you know i think uh a tech stack means uh a lot to a lot of people and i know when i first heard the term tech stack it was always referred to the tools that we use to build software so as an engineer um it would it would be computer languages it would be um, the environments that we use to create code and publish code and get it in the hands of the users, um, I think for a business, so um, I think it's very it's very all encompassing nowadays, especially with the introduction of, of remote work. Um, I think with re- remote work, um, I think the tech stack has become even more important to enable people to connect um, and communicate, whether that be internal communication or external communication. And I think there's also those tools that are used just to run your run your day to day business. So. Um, Pam, uh, you know, managing a, a pipeline of, of of new business, um, you know, funnels, um, uh, you know assigning leads um, to to sales reps. I think there's great solutions out there that um, that that enable your team to work more efficiently, and more effectively. Um, so certainly, I think that's um you know a really good place to start is by uh, kind of analyzing your current what work, current workflows, identifying those pain points, and then looking for those tools that can help you solve those problems.
0: So, Jim, you mentioned that you recommend, you know, talking to your peers or other other people who are in your area and getting some suggestions on technologies to look at. How would you recommend that sales leaders or business owners go about actually evaluating that technology to make a decision? So let's say, for example, you know, you're a mid-sized home remodeler and you really need a real CRM that like actually Mm -hmm. functions for your business. You go and talk to some people in your roundtable group that you're part of. They give you two or three recommendations. How do you, as a technology leader, recommend people evaluate those options?
1: Yeah, so I think there's a I think there's a lot of things that we can that we can that we can talk about when evaluating them. I I think probably the first um, the first couple to take a look at are, of course, cost. You know, does it fit within your budget? Um, but I think some other important things to take a look at are um, uh, things like support. Um, you know. Uh, talk to your peers about what their support relationships have been like. So, uh, if they're having a problem using the software, um, how long does it take to get a response? it, you know is the platform responsive to your needs? Um, if you have a feature request, you know how do how do those get handled? Scalability, I think, is one that is um, that's really important to to talk about. Is that can the service that you're signing up for can it scale? When your business scales, so if you grow from 100 users to 200, if you if you grow from 100 employees to 200 employees, um, does that service scale with you? Or if even larger scale, um, you know, make sure you're not going to run into any 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 bumps um, as you scale your your organization. Um, another thing to think about is security. Um, you know, uh, I think everybody is really really concerned about security these days. Uh, you know, it's off, often in the news, whether it's ransomware or data being held hostage, um, uh, companies getting, or sort of bad actors getting a hold of um, our organization's usernames and passwords and, and financial information. It's a, it's, a, it's a real serious threat. So I think asking questions around security and compliance are really, really important to make sure that um, the software that you're working with is, is, A, they're handling your data appropriately. They're not collecting too much uh, uh, secure data. Um and that they have plans in place to to uh, to ensure that um that their, you know, that your data is not gonna end up on the dark web or somewhere where you would not like it to end up. Um so security is definitely something to take a look at. Uh, beyond that, I think um, you know, take a look at the user interface. So hopefully the company can give you a demo. Um, you know, uh, make sure this software is intuitive and that you feel like, you know, hey, if I had to sit down with this for an afternoon, I'd have an okay time working my way through here and just kind of figuring things out
0: thinking about ways that you can help yourselves using the yeah. platform. I really like that, that idea. Um, so Jim, we've gone through a lot of different ideas and different thoughts here around technology. You've given us a lot to think about. I think given everybody a lot to think about when they're looking to implement new, new technology, what are the questions they need to be asking? If you had one top line item from our conversation today for our listeners what would that be what is the one thing that you want them to remember when they think back on this episode
1: yeah i think i I really think ai i think i think ai is going to be transformative for for business um over the next few years and um and and not only is it raised for our platform but i think your your day-to-day business right um you know uh, if you're a biz- busy, if you're, if you're a very busy CEO and you need to, um, you know, write, write, write a letter to your entire company about a certain topic, um, you know, you could spend three hours writing that, writing that email, or you could use, um, something like chat GPT to, to get you started, um, you know, get you really close to the finished product, go and make some edits, make it feel like your own. Uh, but I think AI has that, you know, I think it's, I think it's going to be that next technology that makes us even more productive. Um. And I think when we look at sort of technologies that have transformed um, us over the past, you know, maybe twenty years, it it probably started with the web browser and how the web browser um, transformed our days, where you know you go and search for something and get an answer, as opposed to I don't know having to go to the library or or go and look at a microfiche microfiche down in the newspaper trying to find information. It just became information at our fingertips and really helped transform our productivity. And I think you know in terms of um, you know this 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 sort of whole AI. Um, field. I think it's really, really going to uh, transform and make us more productive and allow us to spend more energy on other things that are really important for our businesses. So
0: let's not be scared of the AI. is the love of no, the story. Yeah, let's embrace it and figure out how it. to use it.
1: Yeah. Now, you know, I think but again, with any technology, I think you need to have a, a little bit of cautiousness, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, the one thing that comes up is kids aren't going to be, kids aren't going to learn how to, how to, how to write because it's all going to be a bot. And um, yeah, they're, there's probably some fears there but i remember when i was in high school we weren't allowed to use calculators <laughs> um and now for my son uh, to even get into high school um he needed to have like a 400 hundred dollar graphing calculator um but that just goes to the productivity you know what they're teaching my son in grade 12 um calculus was not what i was learning in grade 12 algebra because they're using technology as a tool to make them more productive so that they can learn more things
0: helps us get through the way of the future.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So,
0: well, yeah. well, thank you, Jim, for joining us today. I think they give our yeah. listeners a but, lot of things to think about, and definitely a different conversation yeah. than the ones we've had prior. So, I love that we're able to offer cool. our listeners something that's a little bit more tech focused, more focused on like what what's coming for us, what in what in technology's name is coming for us. But so thanks, awesome.
1: Jim. Yeah. And uh, uh, always happy to connect with customers. If you have technology questions, uh, by all means, uh, reach out and uh, happy to have that conversation and to find out how we can build a better technology platform at Engage as well.
0: Wonderful. Well, thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit Engage.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. If you love the Engaged podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time.